What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Girl, stop playing. Welcome back to another episode of the Girl Stop Playing Podcast. It's your favorite homegirl, Coriel, here to encourage you to stop playing with your potential and start working for what you want in life and in love. Because y'all know that I believe you don't have to choose. You can make the money. And you can get the honey. You can have it all as long as you are willing to work. And y'all know it's always a special conversation when we have a man in the studio because we get to hear the business side of things, but we also get to get up into the mind of the man. And Mm. my ladies love it. So we are excited to have the moneymaker Mitch in the building, Michelle Val. Brun. You got it. I got it right. You got it. It was pressure, pressure. <laughs> He is a CPA, tax strategist, and award-winning author. Yes. So welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. Yes, I'm excited to get into this conversation because it's a whole lot of advice around taxes on the internet that I'm afraid of because it sounds like I'm going to go to jail if I do what the people are saying. So we're going to have a legal tax conversation in case the IRS is tuned in. Your girl don't have no parts of none of the things that's going on in these internet streets. Um, But as entrepreneurs, if we don't know how taxes work, like that's one of the biggest benefits of being a business owner. So if we're not able to tap into it, then we're like playing ourselves. A thousand percent. Yeah. I always tell people it's not how much you earn, it's how much you keep. And when it comes to taxes, yeah, it's going to hit. And I believe, I believe in investing in myself. I don't mind spending money, but giving it away. And I feel like I'm just writing a check for nothing like that. That hurts my heart. So we're going to share, hopefully some information and a conversation that will help y'all not just make the money, but hold on to that money so you can multiply your money. Yes. Um, so besides an accountant, because I feel like most entrepreneurs know, okay, tax season is going to roll around. Mm-hmm. I need somebody to do my taxes. So I know that I need an accountant, right? For sure. But aside from an accountant, what are some of the other parts or pieces that should be on your money team as an entrepreneur? So when it comes to your money team, there's a couple of things that you need, right? Uh-huh. So you mentioned accountant. That's one piece of your money team. Mm-hmm. In addition to an accountant, you're going to have 
a tax preparer or a tax strategist is what I, what I focus on, mm-hmm. and then also a financial advisor, financial planner, and that's to me going to be your core money team to really make sure that you are your accounting is in order for your taxes. Then mm-hmm. you have someone to do your taxes and help you proactively save money on taxes. Then you have a financial advisor, planner to help you grow your wealth and your money. So, what is the difference between a bookkeeper and an accountant? Mm, well, a couple of things, you right? Put some respect on my name first. Hold on, hold on. So, um, it's interesting that you bring that up. So, there is when it comes to the accounting space, there's a lot of confusion as to who's in it, who's and doing what, who's doing what, who do you need to work with, right? Mm-hmm. And like Meek Mill says, there's levels to mm-hmm, this. You mm-hmm. feel me? So. Um, when it comes to a bookkeeper, a bookkeeper is someone who's doing your keeping your books. Your books is going to be your accounting records, recording your revenue, your expenses, mm-hmm. your assets, your liabilities, equity. That's going to be your bookkeeper, right? So basically, they're going to be someone who's working like in QuickBooks or an accounting software, putting in the information into the software in your accounting records. Mm-hmm. Then you have an accountant. To be considered an accountant, you have to go to school for accounting. Got you. To be officially. What you got to go to school for for to be a bookkeeper? You just got to be good with numbers? You just got to be, you don't got to go to school for it. Right. You just, you just, <laughs> you just, it's just something you can do. It's just something you could do. Like if got you wanted you. to be a bookkeeper tomorrow, you know what I'm don't saying? Don't hire me. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you, can, not you, can, you can get in the path of becoming a bookkeeper, right? And doing people's accounting records. Gotcha. So you don't have to go to school for that. And um, in addition to that, so that's the bookkeeper versus uh, accountant. accountant. But then you also have a tax preparer, right? And you don't have to go to school to be to do people's taxes. Right. Right. So you see, like, even with the big chain uh, tax companies or whatever the mm-hmm. case is, like, even on their websites, they say, like, the requirement is basically you have to be 18 years old. You don't even have to have a GED high school requirement because there's no rules around who can who do be, it. Who could do it. Right. Mm-hmm. So that's like the lowest level. Right. But then on top of that, you have what's called an enrolled agent. An enrolled agent is someone who took like a three part exam with the IRS. They know a lot about taxes. And they're specifically focused on taxes. So that's another individual. So if you see EA, that's what it means, a rolled agent. Mm, okay. And represents you from the IRS and a whole bunch of other things, too. Then on top of that, you have a CPA, right? Certified Public next level. Accountant. That's, okay. that's the next level. Gotcha. You feel me? And that's a certified public accountant. In order to be a CPA, you have to go to school and have 150 credit hours, which means you have to have a bachelor's. You have to have a master's. You have to pass a four-part exam with um, the AICPA. And it has a less than 50% passing rate. Then you have to work under CPA for about two years, depending on the state that you're in. So legit, legit. Legit, legit. Too legit to quit. But this is the crazy thing. And I'm a CPA, right? Even that's not enough. What you mean? Not enough for what? Because I think that's all I got. That, that, nah. There's a level above that because check this out. Even as a CPA, the education system doesn't really train us to help entrepreneurs and small business owners. Mm. It really helps us work in corporate America, pass the gotcha. CPA exam. So there's another level above that, right? Because a lot of, unfortunately, a lot of CPAs, you might hire a CPA, but they may not know how to help you proactively and legally and ethically save money on taxes. I didn't know that, right? So when I was coming up, I remember when I was, I was doing like this volunteer service called VITA. Mm-hmm. So I was helping this couple for free. And basically, it's a program where you can help lower-income individuals do their taxes. I'm doing the taxes for them. And the husband turns to me. He's just like, well, you know, it's cool. We end up owing some money, but how can we save money on taxes? And I froze. Like, I didn't know what to tell him. Mm -hmm. I was just like, yo, I don't know. I don't got the answer. I ain't got the answer. Yeah. So with that, it really pushed me to, like, learn more about the tax code and learn how to proactively save money on taxes. Mm -hmm. So, again, like I said... 
we're not really educated on that. So the next level above that is what I call the elites. All right. So the elite, it's an acronym. I love acronyms, mnemonics, because they help me remember, remember things mm-hmm. when I was taking the CPA exam. So the first part of that elite is education. So did someone actually go to school for accounting and tax? That's a good thing. The next part is L, legal representation. So can they represent you in front of the IRS? Enrolled agents could do that. CPAs can do that. Mm-hmm. I integrity. Integrity, are they following the tax code with integrity, doing things legally and ethically? That's going to be key. Are they telling you to claim kids? You don't got kids. You know what I'm saying? There's a lot of that going on out here. <laughs> um, T is training. Are they constantly getting trained up on the tax code? Last but not least, experience. Mm. So you need to work with someone that has experience working with small business owners, entrepreneurs. Um, years of experience is important, too. Like, how, how long have they been doing it? If they've, you know, I've been in the game for over 10 years now. So have they been, do they have some longevity and experience in in the industry? But that's kind of who you need to work with. But there's so many different types of individuals. So it just depends on where you're at with your business, mm-hmm. what your budget is. What season you're in. Yeah. Because it sounds in. like this is just getting more expensive, just more and more expensive. But when you're making more money, it you have to pay the cost to be the boss. Right. Well, it's and you also have to see, especially too, let's say you're working with that elite tax professional, right? And they're helping you all the, the people who are the elite level, they know how to do tax planning. Right. And basically what that is, it's not really a cost. It's an investment. Right. Mm-hmm, so you mm-hmm. spend a little bit of money, whatever the case is, or you invest some money into working with this individual. It's a tax write off anyway. So you could write it off, deduct it. Mm-hmm. But then they can show you how to proactively save money on taxes. Right. They can give you strategies and say, hey, this if you put your money over here, if you do this, do that, then you end up making that money back. Right. Let's say you invested what five thousand, whatever cases they can show you how to save. 50, 100,000. Well worth the investment. Then it's a dense investment versus tax prep. It is a cost. Mm-hmm. You don't do nothing. It's just compliance work. You're just sending it off to the IRS and that's about it. They're, so. they're prepping your taxes, but they're not really preparing you for the next year for how you can avoid exactly. all of the all of the problems. Yes. So let me just tell you what um, scares me as an entrepreneur, as a business owner. I recently, like we all know the MC Hammer thing that it's scary, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I recently watched an episode with Nicole Kane, formerly Nicole Bitchy, and she was talking about okay. how the IRS like showed up at her door, like pulled up in yeah. real life, uh-huh. not not sent an email, like pulled up at her door yeah. with a six figure tax bill. She found out that her accountant, I don't know what level he was on, might just been a bookkeeper, we don't know, mm. but he was. Um, preparing her taxes and not filing them. Now, my mouth dropped when she said that because, first of all, that's like unbelievable. I can't imagine that being the case, but I also don't know like what why somebody would do that. But it's also very scary when I'm not a tax preparer. I don't know. I'm just signing off at the end of the day. I'm just signing off on what someone does for me. So how then is that person not at all responsible for their mistake? Like, how is it just skip over the person who did it and come to to my door? Yeah, so it's both, basically both individuals are technically responsible, but the majority of the responsibility is on the tax um, the taxpayer. Unfortunately, is the way the rules work. So does so the, he got to pay some of that money? Or? So the way, basically, when you sign off on that tax return or when you work with someone who's doing your taxes, you're basically also signing and saying that. I am responsible for this information because at the end of the day, you're the individual <laughs> who's responsible for figuring out the taxes. But then you're hiring someone to go ahead and handle, handle that for, for you. And unfortunately, yeah, there's situations where 
You know, that is so scary. Oh my gosh. They do that. So yeah. Does that happen? Like, is that a thing? You've heard of this happening? It's happened to a whole bunch of celebrities. Why? Why? So So, you. This is your. Like, why would someone do the work to prepare the taxes and then not push the button? Why would you do that? So in her case, I don't know, but for Fat Joe, right? So what Fat Joe did, it could be the same situation with her. So Fat Joe had a situation where his accountant was doing that for like, I think 10 years. <sighs> and because, you know, he's making a whole bunch of money, he's making, you have to make quarterly payments, right? Mm-hmm. If you make if, you, if your business is profitable, you need to make quarterly payments to the government, right? So in fact, Joe's probably writing checks of $100,000, $200,000 to the government. Government, mm-hmm. but the Government ain't cashing them. No, they, but they, but they not, they not. Wow. They, yeah, they, oh, that's so scary. That makes so, my stomach yeah. turn. So maybe in her situation, it could be, because I know she has a successful business. Mm-hmm. She's probably profitable. She's supposed to be doing quarterly payments. So it could be the same situation to where that individual is like, yeah, I'll take you. I got you. Just go ahead. Send me the check. I'm going to take care of it for you, girl. And. Girl, stop playing because he did not take care of it. And Mm -hmm. that is why I think y'all got to go back and watch my episode um, a couple weeks ago with Janai Thornton because she got in my ass about (laughs) knowing what is going on in my business. And then literally the next day I saw this episode and I was like, yo, God, I see you. I see what you try to say, because you can have it all together, be making all the money, doing all the things. And then you either hire the wrong person or don't watch the right person or the wrong person you know pretending to be the right person and then 10 years down the line you got a number with a comma in it that somebody's expecting you to pay Mm -hmm. that is crazy but having these conversations I think even with knowing the difference because you can have a bookkeeper and think you got everything you need and then you don't Um, so I hired you a couple years ago thinking he was yeah I thought he was gonna do my taxes He, he politely messaged back like, nah, that ain't what I do. Pulled up with like a 20 page tax plan that I've never I had never even seen anything like that before. But it was like a comprehensive tax plan of like all of the deductions that you should be taking advantage of, all of the ways that you can actually build your wealth, maintain, you know, this money that you're working so hard to make. And that was my first time hearing about a tax strategist, knowing that that was a thing. And so. For us to have this conversation where we can share that that's even possible, because mm-hmm. a lot of people have accountants and yeah. you end up owing money, but you don't know what to do to avoid that the next time around. So I right. think that's super important. So talk a little bit about what a tax strategist does. Yeah. So like you said, basically what a tax strategist does is they basically strategize for you. Right. Mm-hmm. So we know that basically they're looking at your life, your business, looking at the regulatory requirements. Like there's all these different changes. Joe Biden's looking to make some significant changes to the tax code for individuals making more than 400,000. So it's going to be someone who's like literally focused on helping you proactively save money on taxes. Right. So they're sharing with you ways that you can maximize deductions like your tax write offs. Mm -hmm. They're sharing with you what's going to be the most optimal legal entity structure for you. Insurance, legal loopholes, how to be able to legally and ethically be able to write off the G wagon. Legally and ethically. Right. (laughs) Be able to pay your children through the business and all these different things that you could do with the tax code and just making you aware of it and then depending on who you hire right there's different levels of you know involvement some people you know take you all the way to implementation do everything for you and take on your taxes and do everything for you other individuals maybe just give you those that information and share with you how to implement it so that is essentially levels what, to this. there's there's different levels to it you feel me but that is literally like i said it's an investment right and that's someone that everyone. It was an investment, y'all. He ain't lying. It, it, it was, you know what I'm saying? But, 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 but at the end of the day, like again, ha- having that awareness and that information is going to be key, right? It. And yeah. that, and this is and this is the thing about it. And this is 
the 90% of the people that I work with, they already have accountants and CPAs and they've never told them like yep. none of that. Zero, nada, right? But it's nothing against them because like I said, I had they to just go, didn't know. I yeah. had to go way out of my way to, I had to literally go to conferences with people that don't look like me. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? People who really know the game. <laughs> right, that really understand that people are working with these super high net worth individuals and sharing, hey, this is what we're doing to help our clients. This is what you could go go ahead keep and educate money. them. Right. Yeah. Be able to Get keep that money. Uh, Trump strategy that y'all yeah. be hating on. <laughs> Keep keeping all them coins, baby. Listen. Um, so you mentioned knowing the proper entity. And I want to talk about that a little bit because I feel like the natural step is I'm going to start an LLC. We mm-hmm. don't even say I'm going to start a business. We literally say I'm going to start an LLC. Uh-huh. And, you know, that's fine. Right. But a lot of times people don't know the benefits of an S Corp or different type of entities. So can you talk a little bit about the difference between an LLC and an S Corp? Yes. So I'll just break down the the whole thing. Right. So when it comes to there's there's legal entities and there's tax entities. Right. Mm-hmm. So legal entities. That's what the LLC is. A legal entity is just basically an entity that's registered with the state mm-hmm. and it could and could possibly provide you legal protection. Right. So you have a sole proprietorship. That's basically if you just sell something for a dollar, you're pretty much in business. That's automatic default. Right. No need to talk to the state or anything about that. Um, then you have the LLC. The LLC is a limited liability company, and it's there for protection. So in the event that someone tries to sue your business, they can't come after your personal assets, mm-hmm. essentially. right? It separates you. It separates you, right? So it creates a separate entity. So as long as you maintain the requirements in order to do that, one of the biggest things is keeping your personal and your business separated. You know, I talk a lot about that. And then you have... On top of that, you have a partnership that's basically going to business with more than one person. Mm-hmm. And then last but not least, you have a corporation. And right, a corporation also provides you that legal protection. But even those, like, they don't necessarily give you any tax benefits. Those are just legal. That's basically a more of a legal aspect. Mm-hmm. What The way your taxes are figured out and calculated is based on your tax entity. So you have a sole proprietorship. You have a partnership. You have an S corp and you have a C corporation, mm-hmm. right? So you could be an LLC tax. One of the benefits of having an LLC, why so many people love LLCs, because they're flexible. So you can be a sole proprietorship, you can be a partnership, you can be an S corp, C corp. You can be, you can make what's called a entity selection with an LLC. And with the LLC, um, by default, you're automatically, if you're just one person running your business, you're automatically a sole proprietorship. And that's cool, right? If you're just starting off, because what happens with the sole proprietorship is that you have to pay fifteen point three percent and self-employment tax, hmm. right? So basically that 15.3% is going to be Social Security, Medicare. Basically, like, let's say you're working a nine-to-five, you know, you, you pay, basically the way it works is you pay 7.65% of taxes to for payroll. The government pays, uh, sorry, not the government, your employer pays 7.65% in taxes, right? But now that you're self-employed, you're an employee. You're doing both. You're doing both, right? You're the, you're, the, you're the boss and the employee mm-hmm. at the same time, right? So they want to get that, 15.3% on the profit of the business. So one of the things that I tell people is you should consider switching over to an S corporation if you're making more than $50,000 in profit. Because if you do, then that by switching over to an S corporation, instead of paying 15.3% on the profit of the business, now you're paying 15.3% on the salary that you're paying your business. Mm, okay. So let's say you're making like a $500,000 in profit, instead of paying 15.3% on the 500000 but you only pay yourself a hundred thousand. Twenty thousand. Uh, <laughs> yeah, sorry, scratch that. Twenty thousand a week, for the maybe. You okay. know what I'm saying? But no, twenty. But 
you pay yourself what's called okay. a reasonable compensation. Okay, what, it gotta be reasonable. It has I'll to be reasonable compensation, and basically, it's based on. There's different ways you could do it. There's based on how much it would cost to replace you, how much would it be to to pay you in a, a, a similar type of company, but there's mm-hmm. different ways to calculate it. You know, it's good to work with a professional, figure out how to do that. But that's basically the way, that's the, that's the way it goes. Okay, very good information. I know y'all gonna have to run that back because that was a lot. Take some notes, okay? But knowing it is so important because sure. that 15.3, the way that it's taxed. Like the first time I ran payroll for me, I must have called my accountant so fast, like, tell me again why you told me to do this. Because the, <laughs> the amount that I paid myself versus what showed up in my account, it, I was looking like, where is the money? Yeah. Like, the government took, I don't want to talk about it. I can still, I'm still mad about that just a little bit. But that is a part of owning a business. Um, the sure. benefits, though, let's talk about the benefits. Because a lot of people are not taking advantage of some tax deductions. Yes. So I want to know, obviously, there's you know, a laundry list of tax deductions, but what are some of the most common ones that a lot of people might not be taking advantage of? For sure. I'll just give you the, basically the rules for it first and I'll break down the common ones. So basically the rules is, so the IRS has four requirements in order for you to be able to deduct things for your business, tax write-off, basically it's a reduction in your taxable income. So the four requirements, I call them tax-free. It's an acronym. And the first part of that is for F. So it needs to be for your trade, business, or profession. So if you're in business, you check that box. The second part of it is it needs to be considered regular for your business, right? The IRS calls that ordinary for your business. So, for instance, I have a friend. She owns an ice cream shop. What's ordinary for her business not ordinary for my business, right? Mm-hmm. I can't be writing out ice cream cones mm-hmm, and spoons mm-hmm. and refrigerators, but she can do that for her business. One thing about mama, she is going to make sure that everyone else is taken care of before she even thinks about treating herself. So if you are looking for the perfect gift to make mom feel special this Mother's Day, make sure you check out the Mega Moisture Duo from Osea Malibu because body care is self-care. Since 1996, Osea has been making clean, clinically proven seaweed-infused skincare. So this Mother's Day, treat mom to the everyday spa experience she deserves. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code GSPP at OseaMalibu.com. Plus, you'll get free samples with every order and free shipping on orders over $60. Head to OseaMalibu.com and use code GSPP for 10% off. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. E is going to be the next part of that. It's essential. The IRS calls that necessary. So it's going to be necessary for you to operate your business, rent, utilities, all those different things. Employees are essential. And then last but not least, economical. This is the big one. Economical for your business. So the IRS calls that not lavish or extravagant under the circumstances. So basically that means based on how much money you make, that's what could determine what's reasonable for your business. All right. So one of the things I talk about is being able to write off vehicles, being able to write mm-hmm. off the G-Wagon. Mm-hmm. All right. Everybody so want that G-Wagon. Everybody baby. want that G-Wagon, right? But the, basically the rule with that one is the vehicle needs to be way over 6,000 pounds in mm-hmm. order to do it. 
Um, and then, you know, also needs to be used more than 50% for business use. And again, it needs to be for your business. Any business needs to be making substantially more than that vehicle, right? Than it's a six-figure right. it's a six-figure vehicle, so you need to be making a lot more than that. Do you need to be profiting a lot more than that? You should be profiting, too. Mm, yeah, you okay. need to be profitable. Yeah, because okay. basically they, what they want to avoid, because they know that, let's say you make 50000 you try to write off 100000 now you're at negative, and then you're able to not pay any taxes, right? So they're not trying to do that. They want to make sure that, you know, you have a little bit over, and again, it's reasonable for that business. Mm-hmm. So being able to write off the vehicle, um, some common, I'll just give you a quick list, but common ones is business travel, right? So you can literally, sometimes you can turn your travel into uh, your All lifestyle. lifestyle I mean, into, like, baby, let's talk about uh, my meeting. <laughs> Don't tell me. Don't tell me. Yeah, it's, it's cool because you can kind of turn your lifestyle into a tax write-off, right? So when you travel, right, for business purposes, typically that's going to be if you're going to a conference, seminar, meeting someone for business purposes, mm-hmm. then you can write off the 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 airfare, the the flight, the hotel, the Airbnb, the, dinner. the yeah. dinners, all that kind of stuff, right? That's going to be a deduction for your business. Another thing is the business meals, right? So if you're talking to someone for business purposes, you're looking to do business, then you can go ahead and write that off. That's another opportunity. Uh, supplies and utilities. So equipment as well. A cell phone is considered equipment. So if you're using a phone for business purposes, if it's 100% for business, then boom, 100% of that bill out of here, right? Mm-hmm. Again, if you're making good money in your business. Um Paying your children through the business is a big one, right? So, you know, you and I, we just had little babies, little, babies. little, little ones, right? So... He need a one job, of, <laughs> and I can give him one. So you could pay your ch- uh, child up to twelve thousand nine hundred and fifty, which is the standard deduction amount. And basically, you want to make sure that they have like they perform legitimate services for your business. He's a model. Well, you know what I'm saying. So I, I'm 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 gonna speak on the model real okay. quick. Can, I'm gonna speak on that, the model real legal quick. Or ethical? Uh, you Take know what I'm saying. It, it might it, not be legal or ethical. It, it depends. It depends. I'll say this. I'll, I'll speak on a prior court case by the IRS. Oh, <laughs> no, no, I check was this just out. Joking, guys. No, no, no. I'm, I'm. Listen, you good? I'm scared. I promise. Oh. You good? Okay. I promise. All you right. good? Check this out. No, so there's a court case where the IRS. There was a seven year old, and their parents paid their children through the business, uh-huh. and that was fine. So what I tell people publicly is like, hey. Seven years and plus, that is a legitimate... That was going to be my question. Seven years plus is a good age to do it. Now people now people do it under that age, right? But then that's it's when the gray area. You know what I'm saying? That's when they're going to be like, hold on. What they, was this baby really right. doing? What was this... Exactly. And I'll, and at the end of the day, they're not going to kick down your door. It's going... Oh, no, they kicked down Nicole. Well, then Nicole that might be, you know what I'm saying? She's in a different <laughs> situation. But it's going to be a... They're going to ask you questions... Try to understand why are you paying someone who's under seven in the business, but I'm not saying that people don't do it. But, but if you have a hair care line and your baby is truly the model for this hair care line, or you have a clothing line and he's literally the face of your baby, collect could that be possible? Maybe it's, it's, it's still gray. It's possible. It's still a little it's gray. Poss- it's possible. It's it's it gets in that. So don't quote us on that. It's in the gray area. Okay. But what I could say is. Past seven is is typically the safe zone. Anything else, you just got to be you, you got to be prepared to be able to defend your case, right? So if you're working with someone that can defend you, and like like I said, a CPA can do that, and a enrolled agent can do that, and they can defend your positions. Like, no, this is this is exactly what the child was doing. You're recording the the timesheets, right? You're cr- recording the hours. They have a job Took description. Photo, one hour because he wouldn't sit still. There you go. <laughs> okay. All right. As long as you as long as you got your receipts. Yeah, you got to have the receipts, and you just got to be able to. 
documented, essentially. So I got one more personal question, y'all. I'm sorry, I'd be a little selfish, but I get paid to speak, right? That's business. Yes. Do my outfits count? Are they tax write-offs? Ooh. Real question. My makeup. Does it count? Is it a tax write-off? It seems necessary. It seems like the FRE. Yeah, it, it, it seems it seems like it checks the boxes. I would say the IRS. So it's we're in, we're in a newer space now, right? So I think they're they're still trying to catch up to these times. Okay. And but I'll tell you this: this is if if you're if you if these are things that you want to write off. Here's a couple of ways that you can that historically has been fine to do. So for your outfits, right? If your outfit has your logo or your business name on it or whatever the case is, typically they're okay with that. Um, if you're going to speak at an event, mm-hmm. right? The problem, one of the challenges with that is they don't like, I don't think they like the idea of you being able to wear it in your again, personal life. Again, wearing yeah. it again. Yeah. So let's say I'm not, I'm not, I'm not this is not legal professional advice. This is just an, Put a that suggestion. Put out there. It's just yeah. a suggestion. But if you were to rent it, Right, go rent rent the runway or whatever the case is. You go ahead one day, boom, boom, mm-hmm. boom, like this. You know, what I'm saying then That's a way. then that could be a way to do it for that event if you could justify why you need to rent it. I can't wear this makeup again. What about that? You can't. You can't. But you know what I'm, I'm saying? risking it. You, you just, I gotta give me make sure I got me a real good CPA to answer some, these questions exactly. But and and that's an, that's another good point that you bring. Right, so everyone's risk tolerance is is different. You know what I'm saying? So some people might. Tell you that you girl, go ahead, write it off. I'll and I'll put the paperwork and write the letters and do what I need to do. Other people are like, no, that's Don't absolutely a no. And for me, I'm more of the it's possible. We just got to figure out, you know, how to make how it how to make it make sense. How to how to make it make sense because again, it's 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 um it's law. You know what I'm saying? In law, they keep it open, they keep it gray intentionally to give you flexibility so they can't because they can't list out every single situation Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. right but if you look at the law and again it checks the boxes and you reference it and say hey this is and you can back it up and back it up then it's straight like another example is um there was someone that was working at the polo store right Mm -hmm. polo ralph lauren one of the requirements you got to wear a polo he was trying to write it off, and they said no because, again, he's like, we know you're about this. to wear that yeah. polo out in the club, mm-hmm. you know, and just be outside. It got the logo outside. on it, though. It got the logo of the, biz- of, of the company, but he was trying to write off under unemployed. Um, oh, employed. he was really trying. Oh, okay. Yeah, he, this, oh, okay. he it wasn't even for business. Back This is when they used to let you write off for un- uh, unreimbursed employment expenses. Ah, got you. Okay. And he was trying to say, oh, well, I have to buy this in order to that work here, which true, is though. which is true. And but unfortunately, they don't they They didn't care. They didn't care. Okay, so last question about deductions, because I think this is a big one that a lot of people don't talk about. And hopefully I'm right about this. Um, Writing off marketing, coaching classes. Are those legal and ethical write offs? Can I write off this mastermind? This very expensive mastermind that I've invested in. Is it a tax write off? Listen, that's my biggest write off. That's my biggest write off. Yeah. So that I think gives people a little bit of a, um, of a, I guess a booster easier mind because some of these price tags are like, baby, how can I make it make sense? But it is an investment. Cause if you can pay a hundred thousand dollars and learn how to make a million, 
that hundred thousand is nothing but a drop in a bucket. So a thousand percent. That's something to keep in mind if you've been on the fence about whether or not you know you want to make an investment. If you have confidence in yourself that you can turn that investment into something, then you can also write it off without going to jail. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and that's a big note. That's a great point that you mm-hmm. bring up too, because I tell people all people are always looking for ways to write off, and people talking about write offs and stuff, but like make it make sense. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's it's one thing you at the end of the day you're still spending the money whether you put it on a credit card whether it's coming out of your business like it's still coming out your account you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying so like make it make sense but that masterminds marketing advertising absolutely because they're they're designed to help you make more money in the business and that's what the government wants you to do is make more money in your so business. they could take a little bit more of it um okay so let's switch gears because we talk about the money but we also like to talk about the honey and Uh, you are wave it wave it wave it he is a married man y'all so we gotta get into the mind of a man one of the questions that single ladies always want to know like it's just like burning them up inside is to know what either stood out about your wife or what was that thing or things that made you feel like, okay, this is wife material right here. Cause a lot of women, we can get hollered at, we could get sex down, but that doesn't mean somebody wants to commit to you. That doesn't mean that somebody wants to take you serious. So what was it about your beautiful wife? Hey, Raquel girl, <laughs> that made you say, okay, it's something, it's something different here. Yeah. So we have a, um, I would say a little bit more of a unique story. So we met, we're college sweethearts. So we met in college. Uh, I didn't even know that. Okay. So we both went to the University of Florida. Okay. And we're actually friends. Mm -hmm. We were friends for a long time. So she. That's it, right? She didn't. Yeah. She just kept, you know what I'm saying? She kept, every time I try to, you know. She was trying to friend zone you? She put, I was in the friend zone (laughs) for years. I'm talking about years. I think I was in the friend zone for at least three years. Maybe a friend zone success story, y'all. Yes, it happens. Hope. There's there's hope. There's, there's hope. hope. <laughs> I love that. And yeah, just but the 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 dope thing was she was an amazing friend. Like she always held me down. Like she always motivated me. She always supported me. And like you know, I want to be an entrepreneur, right? I'm literally going through, you know, um, this accounting program and all this stuff. But on the side. I wanted to be a rapper. Figure things out. Yeah, I was trying to yeah, figure yeah. things out. I was trying to be a. I was trying to start a little rap career and doing auditions and going to the studio. And she was just like, "I got you. I'm buy you. I'm buy you a microphone. I I'm gonna pay for it. your studio. Like, and just help me held me down. And that's when I was just like, okay, yeah, this is the one because not every female is gonna. Yeah, yeah. Look, look, baby. Let me give you your flowers because supporting a rap dream, it's like a special kind of woman. Okay, but when you mention support. We, I attended, so I know Raquel. I didn't even know y'all were married, first of all. I know I knew Raquel. I had met you years ago. Yeah. And then I came to um, Raquel's wine cruise. She, yes. she threw this dope wine cruise, okay? And he was the DJ. And I'm like, I was trying to put two and two together, and still <laughs> I didn't put it together that y'all were married. But then later, I think she might have mentioned it. And I'm like, wow, that's real support. I mean, I thought you was just throwing on a DJ hat just because she needed a DJ, but that's obviously your lane. Yeah. But that support, I think, is just the friendship and the support sounds like it's like the recipe. Yeah, that was the whole thing with the, like our relationship marriage is literally based on our friendship, right? So there's a mutual respect for one another mm-hmm. and just like, again, just like really that support is mm-hmm. is everything right so we we literally husband and wife lovers and friends like all all all, all things, the things all the things i yes. love it and y'all are mama and daddy mama y'all and re- daddy. y'all got a little baby girl yes. like 3 months old now yep. right how how has the transition been because even for like 
me and my man, we lovers and friends. But baby, when yeah. that baby came along, I was looking at him like, <laughs> okay, lover friend. Yeah. I need daddy to show. You know, like it was a whole different thing, like yeah. a whole different thing. So how has that, um, a, a, I don't want to say affected your relationship, but how has that, I guess, changed things or has it? Yeah, it's 100% changed everything, right? All the things. But it's all the things, right? But it was interesting because I was praying um, to God to be closer to my family. And I think mm. it was literally what I needed to, like, really help me focus. Like, you, can't, yeah. you, can't, you can't just, you know what I'm saying? Like, you can't just be outside. And when mm-hmm. I say outside, I mean, like, going to networking events mm-hmm, and conferences mm-hmm, and all mm-hmm. that stuff. Because I, I go out to a lot of these things, right? I invest a lot in myself. But it really helped me prioritize the family. And it, it's just help our relationship. It really our relationship got stronger and we grew because now we're trying to, we're being tested. Mm, you know what I'm saying? Day. We're being tested every single day about our patience, our, <laughs> our tolerance, um, what we're able to do middle of the night, waking up, helping, supporting, stepping up, like deal, emotional. The partnership of it all. Yeah. Whew. What would you say has been like the number one lesson that, cause entrepreneurship is a beast, but a baby is like a beast times 10. What would you say has been like your biggest lesson? Because we ask women this all the time, but we don't usually get to hear from the daddies. So what's been your biggest lesson learned so far in fatherhood? My biggest lesson is just enjoy enjoy the moment. You know what I'm saying? Mm, enjoy being, being present because, you know, I see her and like she's starting to like smile and do all these things and like look around and she's just like, she's not worried about the bills she's not worried about the drama that's going on on instagram Mm -hmm. and television like she's just here and enjoying life and like really appreciating like laughing at like birds are flying around she's laughing and so entertained by the smallest things entertain and it just helps remind you like yo this is what life is you know really about like forget all the money and all all this stuff is good Mm -hmm. but like let's just enjoy you know what i'm saying what we have and being together and just yeah love it you know we are all about the black family here on the podcast so anybody out there that's been saying you have baby fever i need you to get that out of your vocabulary (laughs) you have family fever okay Mm. because baby you don't want to do this thing alone just let me just let me just tell you okay so before we go we got to play a little game yes it's called top five top five top five you can call it this or that i got five questions though i'm gonna just name two options you pick one okay you ready let's go hear him 112 or drew hill 112 Nobody ever says Drew Hill. Don't judge That's me. why I keep. If y'all like, why she always asking? <laughs> Drew Hill. I um, think it's because One Twelve had the bad boy push. Like they really, he just put them out there. I don't know. No, nah, I'm not convinced. Not um, <laughs> peaches and cream is all that they had for me. Um, okay, talk or text. Text. He's like, I'm yeah, not I'm not talking. No, yeah. Um, Fresh Prince or Martin. Fresh Prince. Okay. 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 Um, Mike Epps or Cat Williams. Cat Williams. All right. Uh, Miami or Vegas? Ooh. Um, I'm from Miami, so. Okay, Vegas. okay. Yeah. Dang, I didn't <laughs> know that. Okay. Well, listen, this has been not just a great conversation, but some really great information that we, our community, I feel like we've been late to the party on a lot of these conversations. Sure. So I know they learned a lot, but you got so much more to offer. So yes. look into this camera right here and let the people know where they can find you online. We'll definitely drop it in the description below, yes. but also let them know where they can follow you on Instagram. Yes, y'all. You can follow me on Instagram at Michelle, uh, at Michelle, M-I-C-H-E-L-V-A-L-B-R-U-N. I'm most active on Instagram, on all social media platforms. I also, uh, 
am now launching a program where I'm helping accounting and tax professionals be able to grow and scale their accounting business and really help them to get to that elite level where we're out here educating and helping business owners and entrepreneurs be able to keep more of their money and also maximize their wealth. So you can do that as well. So it's going to be at EliteFirmPros.com. I have a free masterclass. Make sure you tap into that. Um, you can also text me if you're interested in learning more about saving money on taxes. Text me at text free to 404-737-1475. And that's all I got. And I got a little tax wrap if I can. You know what I'm saying? He so these tax wrap, y'all. Go ahead. Can I, can I go Jump ahead? Fire. You, got your, you gonna pull your shades out? Uh, I, I left, I, I okay, left the Versace's in the okay. car. Okay. All right, go check ahead. this out. Yo, I've been in the game for years. It made me an animal. There's rules to this code. I wrote me and Manuel a step-by-step booklet for you to get. You game off track. The feds off your back. Rule number uno. Let the IRS know how much dough you hold. Because you know, evasion breeds penalties, especially if that prep messed up. Watch your tax go up. Number two, document expenses you could prove. Don't you know them boys treat lying like violence? Take it from your highness. I done see mad cats and chicks come for their schemes and tricks. Number three, go form an LLC. A lawyer set that up. Properly draft up. Dina and the Stay up, yep, for them big bucks to get that paperwork cleaned up. Word up. Number four, I know you heard this before. Always rely on your CPA guy. Number five, never tax prep where you rest at. I don't care if you do it free, tell them leave. Number six, that tax advance credit, dead it. They think they're doing you a favor, no, forget it. Seven, this rule is so underrated. Keep your personal and business completely separated. Business and blood don't mix like politics with no tricks. Find your business serious risk. Number eight, know the date your taxes due. If you miss the deadline, they'll be coming for you number nine should have been number one to me if you start a business stay away from hobbies if they thinking it's a hobby they ain't trying to listen you be stressing in the kitchen when them letters start hitting number 10 a strong word corporation strictly for biz men not for freshmen if you ain't got investors then say hell no because they gonna want their money rain sleet hell snow yo follow these rules you have mad bread to break up if not 24 years on the wake up float hit your temple watch your friends shake up caretaker did you make up when you pass my bad i hope you rake up a lot of cash with beachfront and Jamaica with the Michelin star shut the hook steak up gotta go gotta go more returns to make up word up task king listen I still got rap dreams I got okay? listen I got these rhymes and he be rapping on Instagram too so if you want some more of that <laughs> make sure you are following him y'all yeah. another bomb episode yes. thank you so much for being here thank, thank y'all for me. being here make sure you like comment subscribe to the channel and share this episode with somebody who don't want to go to jail thank y'all for tuning in <laughs> bye y'all peace girl hey i hope you enjoyed that video this channel is all about encouraging you to stop playing with your potential and start working for what you want in life and in love so make sure you hit that subscribe button so that you'll be notified when the next video drops and comment below and let me know what you want to see on the next video Peace out. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.